And now, coming at you from Yellowknife, Canada, from one of our living rooms, we're talking movies. And sometimes TV shows. With spoilers included, folks. This is Armchair Reviews. Wait, is that is that based off like the armchair quarterback is saying? Is that what we're talking about right now? Chris, we, we spoke about this before. Are you sure? Yes, more than once. Positive, though. You wrote the joke. Oh, God damn it. All right, you're right. I apologize. Featuring Chris Godin and James McKay. Y'all ready for this? Stop that. Stop. Stop. Chris. Why? Stop. I was having a moment. It's St. Patrick's Day, dude. Doesn't make sense. Just doesn't make sense. For what? Well, first of all, your argument, St. Patrick's Day, it's nothing to do with St. Patrick's Day. It's true, but it gets me amped up. Yeah, I guess so. You amped? I'm fucking amped. amped now? I'm amped up a Mountain Dew. Boom. Ready for this podcast. (laughs) <laughs> We're not sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Armchair Reviews. Boop, boop, Took a little bit of a hiatus there, getting uh, some rest in and doing some other work. <laughs> some uh, rest. <laughs> obligations. <laughs> And uh, this week we're coming at you with uh, a little bit of a two-parter. Our first film that we're going to be talking about today is Game Night. Um, This one, we had watched it actually a a while ago now, about two and a half weeks, three weeks ago. It feels like a while. A while, eh? And after watching that, we kind of felt that there's not a whole lot to talk about that enough to make it a full episode. So we went back and we... um, Acquired a an Oscar nominated an Oscar winning movie uh, in the Shape of Water to watch that. So we're gonna do both those episode or both those topics. I guess you could say today. Yay! Hooray! Everybody loves a double feature. Everyone loves a double feature. So Game Night and Shape of Water. So obviously two very different types of movies. But right now what we're gonna do is get right to Game Night. We're, right, we're right. gonna crush that right off the gate. Right, right out of the gate to Game Night. So James, let's yeah. start it right now. Did you like Game Night? I did. It was enjoyable. It yeah, was enjoyable. Yeah, I mean, if you watch the trailer for it, that's exactly what you're gonna get. You're yeah, gonna, you're gonna get a, a goofy movie. Uh, it's got a good amount of laughs in it. It's, it's, no, it's nothing serious. No, it's definitely you're you're gonna go in there and have a you know you're gonna have a goof. You know? Yeah, you're gonna have an enjoyable time. Is it a movie that you're probably going to buy and watch over and over and over and over? No. Probably not. But Absolutely not. <laughs> it's it's funny enough that, you know, when it comes back out on Netflix, you might show another friend or something. You know what I mean? Like It's one of those movies where, like, I feel I can just put it on yeah. and you not fully pay attention to it. You don't have to have commit it to it. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to commit not. to it. But you could, you could come in at almost any point of the movie and, like, pick up all the laughs and they're still funny. It's not... A movie where, yeah, you know, you have to be start to finish to understand the the humor it, when where it's going. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> it, uh, so this one it has a pretty good cast. Uh, you know, first of all, leading is Jason Bateman and Rachel McAdams. Uh, those are your two leads and some other supporting actors there. A um, little lesser known than those two, but you also have one of the stand up performances of this, and he's been on the rise for a few years now. Jesse Plemons. Yes, he's the, uh, the the neighbor, the awkward the cop, super awkward neighbor who's also a cop and a divorcee of one of their friends. One of their friends that <laughs> they invite to game night. You yeah, know? he's he's really good and he plays a, a creep really well. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah. kind of almost a little bit on the same lines of a creep that he is, that he plays in his this newest Black Mirror season. Have you seen that? No, yeah, I don't know. It's like I think it's one of the first episodes in Black Mirror season three where he plays this. Uh, this web developer and stuff, but he's a creepy kind of, yeah. 
Yeah. I won't get into into that much, but uh, he's definitely come a long way since uh, Friday Night Lights, the TV show. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and speaking of that, there's also another Friday Night Lights alum in this, which is Kyle Chandler. He's oh, the coach yeah. in that. The, and the brother. He's the, the, the dickhead brother. Yeah, Jason Bateman's older brother. Yeah. He, he was pretty good in it, playing an asshole who's a little bit in over his head. But, uh, yeah. What, uh, what would you say, like, how would you describe the plot? Um... I mean, short and sweet, the Rachel McAdams and Jason Bateman, they meet early on through competitive trivia game nights, right. es- essentially, or board game nights, whatnot. They get married, then they start hosting their own with their friends, it just gets super competitive, and that's kind of where the theme of the movie starts along, and that's based around one particular game night, where they have a bunch of friends coming over, mm-hmm. Jason Bateman's brother is in town, yeah. so they're just hosting a special game night and then it just kind of gets out of hand from there a little bit yeah it kind of reminded me of like uh a little bit of clue yeah with a mix of like murder murder should, mystery as you say like, it's should, a murder it, mystery of, look, yeah clue, explain the second part so after they host the original game night and his brother like we're saying is supposed to be this hot shot cocky kind of di- dick hole i don't know what, what what did they say he did he invested in something. He's some sort of got, investor. Or yeah. he created something. Where he's, isn't yeah, he the founder of some sort of Yeah, product? and then he invested in other stuff. I don't know. But he got rich. Quick. He, yeah, he got rich quick somehow without any hard work, essentially. Yeah. And so all of the friends are all... Enamored. Yeah. They're just drooling all over him. And, you know, Jace Bateman's just kind of like, I'm the shitty little brother. He beat yeah. me at everything. That's and, why he's and so competitive. And now he's super successful. And this is why he's super, like, why Jason Bateman's super competitive. Yeah. Anyhow, so his brother, at the end of their game night, he's kind of like, yeah, I mean, this was pretty good, all right, not bad, but he's like, <laughs> I'm going to host a game night, and then we'll see what's up. So yeah. he hosts game night. Instead of playing board games, he has this big plan where he's going to get kidnapped, and then all the other couples have to solve the mysteries and find him, and then it goes wrong. People mm-hmm. actually kidnap him instead of the people he paid to kidnap him, and yeah. then it's like it just goes super haywire from there. It's like they... The actual, it's a company that does a bunch of like murder mystery and kind of shit like that, and <laughs> just so they were gonna do a fake kidnapping, yeah. And instead, people that he owed some money to for drugs or whatever were after him. Yeah, it has to be. It's drugs, right? Is it? Um, no, it's, it's that money. list. Oh list yeah, it's, of names. Yeah, that's right. So there's a list of names of people in who are in uh, productive custody. Productive custody of like FBI or whatever. And bad people are after them, and he's yeah. supposed to get the name. I don't know. Who's the yeah. bad person? Yeah. Dexter himself, Michael C. Hall. He plays yeah. the Bulgarian. Yeah. <laughs> what, is, what a wasted cameo from him, too. He was, he was, I was, I don't know. Like, it was like, fine. Like, like we, I said recently, like, in Dexter, he's, he's good. Like, that's what he's known for. But in everything else he's been in, he's just, just mediocre. He's just best. there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, Absolutely. it wasn't about him for sure. Yeah. Like, and I definitely feel like it's his name that gets attention for other stuff obviously not yeah. this he's just like you said it's more of a cameo than anything but yeah uh yeah just the the humor in this like there are some really good bits um one of the other characters uh i forgot his name billy magnuson uh the dumb is it, one is that his name billy billy magnuson yeah he plays the guy named ryan and he's like this this guy who's always just bringing a new um partner over and a, some new hot, hot, a new hot blonde just young. generic 
piece of ass. Yeah. <laughs> That's he, so dumbish. Like he's just like an airhead too. Yeah, he's but, a total airhead. But he's and so he plays that role the whole movie. That and like at first you're thinking like okay he's not that dumb, but then as the movie progresses you're like oh no he's an, an entirely gigantic moron. Yeah, and so. <laughs> The first game night at uh, Jason Bateman's house, he's just got the young side piece yeah. looking good girl. And then he finds this older, successful girl that he brings to the second game night at, work at, at, the same place? at the brothers. Yeah, I think she was like higher up the or something. Boss, yeah. But uh, yeah, and she's like really smart. And she's obviously like, what the fuck am I doing? And, yeah. and, he, <laughs> and he's kind of like... A little bit in over his head too, because she's way smarter than the girls that he's used but he, to hanging out with. He initially thought, thought that she was going to be not not like his date. She thought she was a date, yeah. but he was using her as like the to, the, to try to win to try to win a game. Yeah, because yeah. he's never won a game yeah. before. <laughs> so he was just like, oh, "I'm gonna bring this smart chick. Hopefully, she can carry me to victory." Yeah, that was, that was pretty good too. It was just he's just so he was really cold about it too. Yeah. When he because he's like because he's so that. stupid, he's so dumb. <laughs> He had a few good moments, and like, there's some of their good bits here and there, and like, the comedy you can kind of see it coming, and you can kind of got, expect where it's going. Got the token black couple. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. She's like, "I cheated on you with the celebrity, with, or where Denzel? They, <laughs> we we broke up for a week. Yeah, <laughs> in high school. <laughs> that was just like a Ross and Rachel thing from Friends. If yeah, you watch that. yeah. Like, we were on a break. Yeah." <laughs> And then she finally shows him the picture, and he's like, that's not Denzel. That's not Denzel. Look at his nose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's not, e- not even close. I mean, it's close-ish, no. but it's not. No. no. It's not Denzel. Come on. It's, you'd know if it was Denzel. Yeah, you know. You'd know. You'd know. Come on. You know Denzel. You know. You know Denzel. You don't mistake Denzel for just some other generic dude. Just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't want to say that, though. What? Yeah, exactly. That he's generic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the ending, um, when it's starting to wrap up, there are some good moments, with, especially with Jesse Plemons. And there's a lot of, when this um, type of movie, when they lead you to believe that nothing is as what it seems, you know there's going to be a bunch of fake outs. So you, I'm expecting multiple. So not just one, not just two, but okay, going on three, and then that's your real ending. And that was expected. I wasn't too surprised by that. If you're a regular viewer of movies like this, you're not going to be surprised by it. No. There's no real twist, but it's it's you can see it coming, but you just don't know how it's necessarily going to happen or where it's going to pop up along the line. Yeah. they. It's not really a twist for the viewers, but it's like a twist for the characters, I guess, yeah. for their development. Um, but, and it's it's they're all like just open the door for more humor. Yeah. And the the story does grow a little bit. But it's nothing like extravagant. Like you're not no. gonna get your mind blown. But there, there are some funny parts. And like you said, with Jesse uh, Plemons' character, like His... that, at the start, he's just this like super creepy, yeah. the awkward neighbor. He's like, <laughs> "Hey guys, like having another game night tonight?" Yeah. You're like, no, <laughs> dead, dead, dead eyes. Why do you got three bags of Tostitos <laughs> and some salsa? <laughs> Uh, there was a deal on, <laughs> yeah. and that that actually gets played back in the back credits. later in the movie. That's a nice yeah, little joke because he, he's done his research. He's like they lied to me. Yeah, you know? that's pretty good because he yeah. remembers everything. It's hilarious. He's yeah, he's funny. So he goes from being that like awkward, creepy neighbor guy to uh, he's being a little bit more involved. He's being a lot more involved. Yeah, yeah. You can put it that way. He he's plays a part in a couple of the twists and yeah, that, and that was good too. I like that. Yeah. 
Um, one part I liked, and you see in the trailer, is like the dog being covered in blood. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> at some point in the movie, Jason Bateman gets shot in the arm that, by, that, by Rachel I mean, McAdams. Yeah, it's kind of a fluke because it ricochets into Yeah, him. that's true. It's the other, inadvertent. Speak, but... Speaking of that, though, while they're doing that, when they try to like pick it out or like do surgery on it, and they find there's, <laughs> that's an, there's an exit wound yeah. set the entire time. And they're just, they're trying Hacking not to throw it up. His arm. his arm is getting sliced open. They're digging into it. They're trying not to throw up because they're gagging so hard. Yeah. Like, that so was pretty good. Rachel McAdams basically butchers his arm trying to get this bullet out. And she's like, okay, what the hell are you doing? Yeah, she's like Sliced looking it. on YouTube or like on the internet anyway. She probably Googles it, how to get a bullet out of an arm or whatever. And then yeah. so eventually. Way to pivot. Way to pivot. Eventually she's like, there's, there's no bullet, babe. And yeah. then he like turns his arm and there's an exit wound this whole time <laughs> God so just damn it. through and through and he's like what the fuck but yeah so he ends up bleeding all over this cute little white puppy who's like the the, the, the the small like pretty much a child to jesse Plemons' creepy yeah, character yeah. You know? it's all he has essentially because his wife dog. left him <laughs> and uh yeah so he just gets like he, he drops like a fair amount of blood on him yeah, uh, Jason Bateman does, and then he tries to like wipe it off, and it just ends up dying the whole dog red, <laughs> red and instead pink. of like cleaning the blood up. It makes it ten times worse. Yeah, absolutely. And, and the dog's tr- trying to shake it off, and he sprays blood all, all over the, the room. <laughs> so and much then, blood. Yeah, it's hilarious. And then Jason Bateman's just like, "We gotta go." Yeah, <laughs> we gotta, like, everyone just leaves. We really gotta quick. leave. One thing that some people um, will complain about this type of movie, um, it's one of those movies where you know even our fact checker will agree. If like they have a hard time watching movies that uh, everything that can go wrong will go wrong, like the Murphy's Law type thing. Yeah. And then there's just it just keeps going, and that's the only thing that drives the plot is because constant fuck ups are happening, and that's pretty much what this movie is because it's just a series of Murphy's Laws over and over and over. But again. at the same time, people like, I mean, because you can build humor off people fucking up. Yeah. Right. And that's what this movie is: just yeah. constantly fucking up, getting things wrong. And you know, and then and that that, a laugh that misjudgment of oh, it's just we're we're in a fake thing that's been we've been led to believe it's a fake thing, but oh no, it's real. Yeah, what the Ooh, fuck? spooky, crazy. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it's a, it's a good length. It's uh, hundred minutes. Hundred minutes. So we're looking at hour forty minutes. Yeah. Good length for a comedy movie. Yeah, I mean, you know, know. Ten, ten minutes of that is pretty much credits anyway. Right? Yeah. So. Right. And then. Uh, had a budget of about $37 million, and it did 52 and a half, so it made money, but wasn't anything crazy spectacular, no. but it never was supposed to be. And isn't this funny how this movie has been out in Yellowknife for three or four weeks now? Yeah. It has been. It's. I think it, I think it just got bumped yesterday, and yeah, it, it would have been out for a while. It was here is, for a while. Which just goes to show there's probably not a whole lot of things coming out in February usually if that stays this long in th- a yellow night theater so you say that but I feel like there's stuff that we missed the only one that we missed here in yellow Life was that uh, the American propaganda film about the uh, that incident that happened on the train in Europe where the, these American oh uh, the 317 it's like, it's to, like, or whatever to Paris <laughs> 310 to Yuma no uh, yeah it was something it? like that 1017 or something like that too Paris. Yeah. And it's about uh, the Americans like stopping the terrorist attack and stuff. Didn't like we that. also miss Annihilation that never came here? That never came here. Although but that's I mean, on... I technically there's still a chance, but I don't think it's gonna come to theaters. Yeah, I doubt it. I don't think it's gonna come because I know it's been released elsewhere. <laughs> the internet. Because Netflix 
not necessarily Canadian Netflix. I don't think it's on Canadian Netflix, no. but I know. Yeah, I think it's on the U.S. Netflix. Yeah. So I don't know even know Anyhow, if it went I to think, theaters there. I definitely think that we missed some other stuff, but it's not too important. Black Panther stayed here for like a month already, dude. Yeah, that's been here for a while, and it's not going anywhere because it's making all the money. I think it passed a billion dollars already. Superhero movie. We all know about that. How we feel about that movie? <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I think that's enough to say about uh, Game Night. Yeah, that's probably enough. Uh, let us know what you guys think about that. Um, again, at the end of the podcast, we'll spew our bullshit where you can get a hold of us. <laughs> spew our bullshit. Now, I mean, isn't that what we do every episode, though? Just spew this is endless knowledge. amounts of bullshit? This is knowledge, and knowledge <laughs> is power. <laughs> we need to see more better movies, because the feedback that I get from some people that actually listen to it is like, oh, yeah, so you guys do the podcast where you just shit on movies all day. <laughs> it's like, well, I know if like, we like not, a movie. It's not it's what like, we, we like want to do, and it's... Yeah, we didn't shit on game night. Like it's good, it's enjoyable. It's just, you it's enjoy just it. middle Every, of the pack. Everyone will enjoy it. There's no real character development. No, nope, yeah, like but there's not supposed to be. It's no. just a, it's, it's a, a comedy. It's movie. a laugh track. Yeah. Everyone will find a laugh at it at some point or another <laughs> in the movie. Yeah, we're not trying to shit on these movies. Just that the ones we see, we don't necessarily like. We just haven't but had it's, many you, good movies. Yeah. We've only had a few like outstanding movies. I mean, yeah, yeah exactly. It, you can tell which ones we like and which ones we don't like. Obviously, Amen. we're a little bit more animated, animated with the ones that we don't like because that's more fun. The ones that we do like, we can only say that we like it so much before it gets annoying to listen yeah. to. Yeah, and believe it or not, like for the maybe our first few episodes, we were we would shit on movies, but we just because we didn't know what else to do, what else to say. Now we're even if it's a bad movie, we're still trying to highlight good parts but even as, then, like, as well as the bad parts think of our first two episodes it was like it was we were batting like we was, had trash movies we had the trash. first 10 we had one good movie no we'll listen to our, our first episode yeah. pirates garbage shit, shit. pirates 5 I should say yeah. and then second one Wonder Woman dude we liked Wonder Woman, yeah, Wonder and, we, Woman and we went good. on a rant about how much we liked Wonder Woman yeah it was good but then we then had like we had Transformers a, a few of them that were bad. Logan Lucky yeah yeah, oh. we had some bad. We had there were some bad ones to start out, but I mean, I guess that's probably okay because yeah. we were at our learning curve. And we still are, like, we still we, we're still developing. we're still developing. We learn, folks. <laughs> now that being said, we're gonna shit on this movie, a movie yeah. that just so happened to have recently won Best Picture <laughs> and three other Oscars while being nominated for thirteen total. Jesus Christ! How dare you? The Shape <laughs> of Water. Yes, so <laughs> that being said, that nice little rant that we just gave, um, this movie we did not enjoy and or understand why <laughs> any of it happened. <laughs> any of it happened. Like, Okay, so I like, obviously I like sci-fi and, and horror stuff like that. This is clearly not. like Guillermo del Toro's, like, like that's the director. He won Best Director. Did he, he not? Did, yeah. yeah. This one, Best Director, Best Picture, um, best production design yeah, and best, best score, score best original, original score. score yeah. So, best director, I can okay. So Guillermo del Toro's done some pretty neat stuff. In he's his past, he's you know? done some great stuff. And then so this movie getting best picture, I'm not too sure. I haven't seen a whole lot of the other ones. James and I, we, I mean, we've only seen this one and then three billboards. Yeah, so we can't say on the other three on billboards. Other was it was hey, tight. It was way better than this it was tight like yeah. it's not close folks sometimes okay so I'll get I'll get back <laughs> to it because I'm I'm gonna go all over the place with this yeah 
Guillermo del Toro has some really cool shit on his resume. There's Pan's Labyrinth, which I haven't seen, which our fact checker is trying to get me to watch quite a bit. Um, I mean, he has he's done the Hellboy uh, series, which, you know, like it or hate it, comic book stuff, it's pretty different from all the other shit that mm-hmm. was available at the time, especially early 2000s when it first came yeah, out. Yeah, early, early on. And yeah. Ron Perlman actually being this character and all that prosthetic and stuff like that, it was Hellboy. That was cool. And yeah, it, it was... he created that universe. And then, uh, what other stuff has Guillermo del Toro done? He's done a shit ton. Like, um, that one with, that was in Katie Holmes in that. He's done some other crap. He's done lots. But, so he's got, like, a good resume of different things. And he was going to direct, like, The Hobbit at one point. I think, I don't know, maybe he actually did direct The Hobbit. Or he was supposed to, but he got kind of shifted out of that. His, his resume is, extent, is extensive. And they wanted him uh, originally for a creature for the Black Lagoon uh, for this monster universe that... Uh, Universal is putting together but his idea was for the creature and the main female protagonist to get together and yeah. uh, so, Universal didn't like that so he made this instead and this is pretty much an homage um, like a love letter to that kind of character I thought like the creature from Black Moon obviously it, it's so like if you don't know what that is and you, and you see this movie like or if you do know you, you're going to understand immediately Whoa where it comes from yeah and this movie uh set in the 1960s like cold war era um production design i can get that it was definitely felt um right for that time and how like there's a bunch of these secret bunkers and had that feel of the like the cold war cold war they didn't really focus on that too much but like the costumes and stuff were good well i kind of disagree like the whole purpose of the state like the u.s having this creature in the first place is because they're trying to keep him from the Russians. Oh no, and I guess because the Russians it's all the space, the yeah, space, and the Russians yeah. have an undercover guy there that's yeah. a scientist, right? Yeah, they had a so little it's, of that. So it kind of it, like they they're not directly like shoving the Cold War down your throat, but it's like okay, it's no, you're really right. really implied. Yeah, no, that, I mean that's like the driving force of like, yeah. the narrative, I guess. So you're right. No, I got it. no, you're right. Okay, because it's pretty much it. like the states versus the Russians versus Sally Hawkins. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was also Sally Hawkins is our is our main, main female character. character. Uh, she was nominated for best actress, and you know I would agree with that actually. She, I mean, she was she the only character t- that she had, had a tough role. She had a very tough all, role because for anyone that hasn't seen it or doesn't really know anything about it, she's she plays a mute. Her character is a mute. Yeah, um, she's not deaf, but she's mute, so she's always using sign language to communicate no sounds at all throughout the whole movie for like, her for her like that's tough mm-hmm. i can only imagine her try having to act and like interact with the other actors is, well, that and just is having, tough right having those expressions come across and like what you're trying mm-hmm. to trying to come across so that and the, she i actually agree with learning, that nomination learning sign language yeah first of all if she didn't already know you if know, she you didn't already know, know. I, yeah i mean yeah. chances are probably not but yeah. you never know you know yeah, yeah we don't know but she was she was actually shit. probably my favorite part of this movie. Yeah, <laughs> we we had joked as initially when we first turned it on. It's the scene like it opens with her, you know, masturbating in, in a tub. Yeah, like, yeah. oh, I see why I got best picture. <laughs> 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 just that's what you leave with. Yeah, and everyone else just turns it off, turns it off, and starts jacking off like <laughs> immediately. They're like this movie's phenomenal. That's it's so great. The, ten out of ten. The depth is phenomenal. <laughs> it's so good. Nine out of ten, but not obviously not. Like her performance was was very good. Actually, 
another good performance that I say also doesn't speak is Doug Jones himself, who Doug, is the actual creature. He plays the creature. Um, yeah. He does a lot, if not like all of these um, creature features, like especially with Guillermo del Toro. He's done Abe Sapien, the the fish man in the Hellboy in the series Hellboy. as well. Very, you know, very similar characters, really. Really, uh, if, if, you, if you, yeah, if you put a picture side by side, we haven't done that, but we just looked at the picture mm-hmm. one and the other. Yeah, they're super similar. He does. He's also done like the Silver Surfer, like the Fantastic Four. Yeah, the Silver so Surfer. He, he's done a lot of shit. He's, I think he might have done some Pan's Labyrinth stuff as well. Uh, but he's he's constantly uh, the actor who's behind the makeup yeah. of this stuff behind and the behind, makeup, the, behind the, the CGI suits, and stuff like that. He's a CGI. He's like the, the the actual prosthetics version, I'd say, of maybe like an Andy Circus, where Andy Circus does that. CGI and he does actual makeup. Yeah, I think they're they're quite on par with the same uh, same type of skills. But I don't really know if I've seen Doug Jones as himself. Himself, not yeah. so much. He's like a Whereas very Andy Serkis, tall, lanky, every once in a white while, yeah, steps out. Well, now more so. Andy now Serkis more so is now that he's so, yeah. He's got his name out there, and yeah, he's popular. But uh, and he did a fucking hell of a good job of Black Panther. In Black Panther, he's yeah. a lunatic, but, <laughs> just a maniac. Yeah. I like that quite a bit. Yeah, that was good. I did enjoy that. Um, Michael Shannon was fairly all right in this too. Michael Shannon, yeah, I think he just he was doing what Michael Shannon is typically known, known for. for. Yeah, it's he just was just a, 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 like a raging white guy who has power and like abuses it and he he's on his own personal mission and that he's just really angry he can he can portray anger and madness wrapped into one quite nicely but even but he's so convinced he's doing the right thing yeah and that's i mean kind of makes him compelling but in the same way he's not that deep yeah, when we he's a great actor. He, I really he like. Is, he's a good actor, and when we first like turned on the movie, and like you kind of immediately know that he's like the antagonist, and I think we even kind of said to each other like, "Oh, Michael Shannon's in the Michael Shannon role." He's yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know he, what I mean? Like he, he's like, the bad guy, hundred percent of the time. He's this character. Yeah. Which and I mean, lots of people are famous for that, like being like to just, be typecast. Yeah, you know? exactly. Being typecasted, they're like the same characters. Will Ferrell, is, for example, yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Like, and he just has one of those faces where it's like he's he has resting asshole face. Yeah, super <laughs> resting asshole face. You know what I did like with him in it though was where they kind of flipped the script was when he's in that Seth Rogen movie with uh, uh, the night before. Oh, the yeah. Christmas movie <laughs> yeah. where he plays like stoner Jesus, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's hilarious. That was hilarious because it's but, totally yeah, it's, against him. You know, it is very against him, but at the same time, he's not like. But he plays he's, a creepy kind yeah, of like still stoner, like, like creepy stoner. He's a little bit like stoic. He's just kind of like, yeah, I don't know. He's out like, there, man. Yeah, <laughs> no, like no emotion though. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I used to deal drugs to you guys when you were in high school <laughs> ten years ago. Um, yeah. yeah, he's he's funny in that. I mean, the he's cast, a good actor. the cast does all pretty well. And as again, as I said, Richard Jenkins is her gay neighbor. He's closeted, okay? We don't actually know, but you know. You don't, you don't. You know he's gay. You know. Yeah. He's closeted. But it's, you know, it's that time where, you know, you can't come out. Got to no. hide it. Yeah. And you got to wear a toupee if, if your hair's falling apart. <laughs> <laughs> where toupees were still... A thing. Hip and with it. 
Um, <laughs> hip, 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 and with it. Or we're going to get nice and <laughs> nice of beautiful pops in there. Well, it wasn't too bad. No, it's not too but, bad. Okay, good. Yeah. So let's get to the plot of this before we get too taken away. Um, again, set in the Cold War, they find this creature uh, down in South America, and they bring yes. it back to the States in this uh, secret facility, <clears throat> and they're trying to decide what to do with this creature because... They're trying to study it, basically. Yeah, and decide because it lives underwater and can breathe underwater and stuff, they're going to try to try to understand how that happens, but also a kind of like bio, reverse bioengineer something that could be used in the space race. Yeah, and they I think they also kind of want to... There's at one point where... I, I'm not sure who it is. Is it the general that they that he is calling him all the time? But like, how can we use this guy yeah. to like our advantage in the war mm-hmm. or in a war? You yeah. know, type thing as well. Tra- just trying you know, to figure military out. always at it again. You know, yeah. you know, trying to trying to get the upper edge on those Soviets. Get the leg up on them red shirts. <laughs> <laughs> always the military that's being a bunch of dickheads, right? Yep, pretty much in these films, at least. So yeah, they have they have the creature in captivity. They're studying it, trying to figure out what to do, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Meanwhile, the Russians have an undercover spy who is the scientist. He's posing as a scientist uh, and studying it, and they're trying to figure out a way to steal it. You know, now that you're saying this, it just reminded me of like the first half of Captain America, <laughs> where they they have a plant and they're trying to like the the Russians are trying to steal American secrets and the, the Americans have this, you know, a potential super soldier and that's the amphib- amphibian man, which yeah. that's the credited for the the actual creature. <laughs> it's very similar to that. Yeah, and then uh, Sally is just a janitor there. And and what's her? What's her? Is it Eliza? Ugh. Eliza. Yeah, Eliza makes Eliza, sense. Eliza, yeah, that's right. Yeah, and so she's a janitor there, and she essentially kind of starts to fall in love with it. It's she stumbles across it and, and realizes that it can communicate with her and like learns from her with the yeah. sign language, and she starts spending more and more time with it. And, and she and... so the first time she's kind of exposed to it, she's cleaning up a mess because it like cut off or it attacked. Yeah, bit off a finger or something. Uh, yeah, Michael oh, Shannon's uh, two fingers. Yeah. On one of his hands, she gets called in there to, to clean up the mess, and then uh, she sees it. They, and whatever they have an instant connection. Yeah, and so she keeps sneaking back in there. Uh, you know, she's bringing it eggs. They're talking. Really likes eggs. Really likes eggs. Hard boiled. I would assume so. Yeah. 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 And because uh... <laughs> it matters. <laughs> yeah, it does matter. It matters what kind of egg. Yeah. Now so, it's scrambled. Yeah, yeah. And anyhow, so then she decides that she wants to steal it. Or not steal it, but free really, Willy. Yeah, free it. Free Willy. After she hears that they're gonna like the U.S. is gonna kill it because they're gonna vivisect it. Yeah, and I think open they're, it up. They're doing that because the Russians know or something. I can't remember they why. They fear the Russians know. They, or... they fear that the Russians know or that whatever. There's some something. kind of looming threat. And they're just like, <laughs> we're better off just to fucking kill it. Kill it. Yeah. So, or no, or they wanted not just to kill it, but they wanted to research it. But the Russians were wanting to, like, so before they get the research done, kill it and like make sure that none of it's viable to research. Yeah. Um, let's see what else. Oh, um, fuck. Uh, da, 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 da. It's pretty much like Beauty and the Beast. They have like this this 
you know, they, they get closer and closer with each other. And spoiler alert, they end up fucking. Yeah, they get. They smash. They get with it. And it's really kind of awkward. Yeah. But it's so beautiful. Like, there's uh, no there's no bounds to what love it's knows. It's so good. We gave it best picture. Fucking weird, man. Yeah. Like, like you don't actually see any of it happen, but. She maxed the shit out of it. Yeah, and she tells her other custodian friend, like yeah, Octavia Spencer. Yeah, she's who like, was nominated for best supporting by best the way. Best supporting. Actress. I don't know why yeah, she didn't she, do much. Yeah, I mean, she, she's, she's good. She's good, but oh. she's like super, 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 super small role, hardly supporting actress. Like you could have found a better movie with someone who was who had more in, involvement. The right person, well, I guess, one supporting she's actor. Fine, but like whatever. I was gonna say. Like compared to, uh, your boy, oh, uh, like uh, Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, yeah. Com- compared it. to like what he did, yeah, to get to win. Obviously, he won yeah. for best supporting actor, and for her to be nominated best supporting actress. Like either there's really weak supporting female there might have, there roles. Might, there, yeah, there, maybe there was, but goddamn, they're like they're on different. Yeah, but at the same time, it's not for, her fault. For those roles, she exactly. she did good. She yeah. just had like a super small role. She barely had any screen time, and even when she did, is just it's fine. Like she did a good job. Here, like, here's a line. There's a line. Yeah, um, it's not like she's like beside Eliza the whole movie, the whole like, time. Yeah, fucking like, teaming up, take over the fucking world, best you know, friend or something. Exactly. Yeah. She's uh, but she's the one that uh, Sally Hawkins' character Eliza who divulges how they, they fu- smashed because uh, she's like. She, you don't have a, you don't have a dick. <laughs> and then, shout out. She does we, this thing with her you hands. Can't, you can't see us doing it, but she like open, like put your put your two hands together and then just no, she's kind of like that. And she was like, and how it like opens up, like uh, open up your hand, like your two palms together, and then just, open up your hands. Yeah, and then the, it's something like the penis just came out. It's almost describing mm-hmm. it as like a tentacle just goes. <laughs> that's how I imagined it, but that's yeah. weird, man. It's so weird. And then she I mean, let it it's not inside like she's an her. Attractive female, dude. Like, there's she let it inside her. Oh man, what about their children? Can they even do that? It's cross species. It's fucking. She's it's got bestiality, bro. She's got gills now. Well, I know that, but like, so is she just gonna like lop out some eggs, like actual eggs? And is he just gonna swim by and squirt some stuff out and be like, "Hey, there's our babies," and there be future hybrids? I don't know, dude. Fuck, man. This whole when you start thinking about it, it's a it's a rabbit hole. If only the or more should I say a sinkhole. <laughs> Fuck. It's weird. It's weird. Obviously. It, it's a weird thing to think about, but it's also but it, it, it's it's literally like Beauty and the Beast because you know they got jiggy with it in the Disney movie. Yeah, but they're just not gonna tell you. They're just gonna tell you. This one However, just shows it to you. It goes like, yeah, Disney we're... probably left some notes. Like <laughs> it's probably like written on the wall when like this. Like the light shines on it, it says like took his it, giant. <laughs> you know how Disney always has those dirty, like storyboards. <laughs> storyboards just hidden throughout the movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's probably it. Like you know, but you just didn't know. Guillermo del Toro's like Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> Guillermo del Toro's like we're all adults here. Yeah, yeah. She fucked a fish, man. It's totally cool. Yeah, it happens. Let's okay? just grow up, guys. Okay, get over it. It's a beautiful story about love. Yeah, people in fuck? Japan are sticking eels up their hoo haws all the time. Like, this is no. We can't different. see it. They blurred out, bro. <laughs> <laughs> but 
Uh, I'm sure you could pay five yen or whatever. <laughs> just go to a betting machine. Uh, they have everything in it. Go to a betting <laughs> yeah. yeah, we just really want to see a eel. An, e- an, an eel, eel in an action. Yeah. <laughs> Going. We don't need sound effects. Dude, that's what we are. She's dude. mute. <laughs> no, but that, oh, that's. Oh. So, anyhow, that happens. We're 12 years old. It's weird. Yeah. Oh, let's talk about a scene that we both started laughing our asses off at. That's a nice little musical number, right? Yeah, uh, towards it, the end of the flick. So, isn't it during their sex scene where they like. Hello, my baby. Yeah. Hello, my darling. Yeah. Hello, let's play. So yeah. here, here's the issue. Is they, they won best original score. Yeah. Like, first of all, who cares? But <laughs> <laughs> secondly... I don't remember listening, hearing the music. I don't remember any of the music. Yeah. Maybe, maybe we're just... The only, the only part... Mystified by yeah, fish fucking. The only part of, like, any music that I remember happening is... When they smash and then they dance. They dance, yeah. Like instead of climaxing, they dance together. Now that was a nice little scene, kind of out of place. And when I say very, kind of, I mean very out of place. It's super out of place. It's black and white. I mean, it's it's shot very nicely. You have her all dolled up, and then just the fish man on his two legs standing up, yeah. very tall and gangly. And they're like ballroom dancing. They're ball. Hey, they're having a time. You know what? You know what I will say. They're These good two dancers. can just fucking dance their ass off. Yep. I can't dance like that. Nope. But they can. A fish man who hasn't stood on his feet <laughs> other than underwater can dance his dick off. His non-existent dick. His tentacle <laughs> dick off. Yeah. I don't know. It, it so, was so weird. We were laughing. So like, where happens. the hell does this come from? Yeah. First of all, like they're having sex. <coughs> so we're like, okay, are they actually doing this right now? Because this is weird and we don't want to see this. And then all of a sudden they're like, no, nah, we're not having sex. We're dancing. We're dancing. This is this is it's interpretive, bro. Yeah. It's literally interpretive dance. Interpretive sex. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, what a scene! What a scene! It took me away. Let me tell you. So that's weird. It took and, me right out of the movie, though. And Jesus. then, uh, yeah, at the end, she's trying to. There were some good parts that were like really like brutal and like that because that kind of like yeah, that's Guillermo like, del Toro was like adding a little bit of horror to it. himself. Yeah, like. Michael Shannon, like they're torturing it at the start or whatever, blah blah blah. So you hashtag feel bad, and then, <laughs> and then at the at the bad. end, after like Sally has like rescued it and it's living in her apartment in the bathtub or whatever, mm. and then she goes to set it free. Uh, Michael Shannon hot on trail and shoots them both, and then the creature has healing powers and whatever. Yeah, I think. It's a god. It's a god. Mm. Richard Jenkins' character got Giles, 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 Giles. Giles yeah. He uh, he kills. Or does he kill or does he just like knock out Michael Shannon? He he saves the day he, essentially yeah, like, or whatever. And then the creature picks up Sally and fucking drowns her and then gives her gills. <laughs> and then the movie's over. Yeah, that was that was odd. He heals her and, and heals her bullet wound and then he's just like dabs open her neck and the reason we know that yeah that was a good he just fucking slices his neck open slices his neck um the reason we know that he has healing powers because he does it a little bit earlier on to giles when his hair like he grabs his head and he starts like his Mm. hair starts growing back a little bit and he's like oh that's amazing yeah because he he, uh the creature is like in the kitchen in the kitchen eating a cat eats a cat (laughs) eating one of the the house cats rip (laughs) 
Rip. and then uh, literally ripped to the shreds. <laughs> yeah. And uh, so Jazz was like, "Yo, you can't do that, bro. Can't do that shit. Have an egg." <laughs> and then uh, yeah, he kind of he acts out on one of his like fins, cuts him or something. Yeah, it's like an accident or whatever. So creature feels bad and heals yeah. him later on. And in doing so. Not only does he heal his arm, but his hair grows back because yeah. he's an old ass man. He's balding. He's, he wears a toupee. Yeah, no toupee, no more. <laughs> he's got hair. Well, let's let's see what other parts we can talk about this movie. I mean, there's some. There's obviously like part of the times where there's gay bashing for like the restaurant owner that the, that, oh, yeah. that Giles keeps getting cake from, and it's part of the times and how it's like you're not welcome your kind isn't welcome here you know get yeah, the hell out it of is. here we're not gonna serve you again cause you're gay yeah, cause you're a flaming homo <laughs> Jesus but he yeah cause you said it's kinda only implied but at that point in time when he kicks him out yeah. he makes a pass at the guy yeah yeah I can't it's, remember it's what small he said one, but yeah. I can, yeah I can't remember exactly what he says but he's like yeah get out of here for what yeah he makes a pass out yeah. and then he's like yo you can't do that in the 60s leave bruh I thought there'd be more stuff like I thought they'd use that more with Octavia Spencer's character too a little bit. Yeah. Because right before he makes Pat Giles makes pass pass at the diner guy. Mm-hmm. Wasn't there a black couple that came in? And oh, was they, like, yeah, there is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so you can, yeah, they hint at sixties racism yeah, and then homophobia and it's a lot to like cram into a fish human love story though. Yeah, which I, I like that they're doing, and then there's. You know, Michael Shannon being like the patriarch that just anger fucks his wife. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> so a lot to it. Yeah, he's just smashing her, and after his like, this is after his fingers were cut off, and then they tried to like sew them back on. Yeah, and he's like, cho- he's like choking her or whatever, and With he's the like, fingers. and he's like bleeding on her, and she's like, "Oh, you're bleeding on me! Like, stop that!" And then he literally yeah. just like, <laughs> shoves his fucking. <laughs> sewn on fingers down her fucking throat while <laughs> right down her gullet yeah right oh like, man we're just like all right <laughs> <laughs> okay i mean whatever gets you off but yeah. damn dude sure fuck i mean there's there's lots of uh i guess you could say this movie's like an onion there's lots of layers now that we're talking about it but <laughs> there's some weird weird layers and we were i was looking on uh, imdb earlier but for user reviews and stuff like that it's fairly de- dis- uh, divisive because it's either you really like this movie or it's you- a masterpiece it's a it's an absolute stunner piece of film, or you fucking hated it. Yeah. There's no in between here. You either there's really not, liked it or you really hated it. There's not a lot in between. And I mean, like, we see some good things. We see a lot of bad things. I like how this I was. I just don't know how people are, like, gushing over it. Like, I agree. When you read those reviews, I'm just like, like, even for other movies that I really dislike, I'm like, yeah, I, I can see where they're coming from. Yeah. I don't see where anyone's coming from in this movie. It's just weird. It's, it's, it the is, whole thing is really weird to me. It is weird. I, I'm I'm kind of happy to see, you know, like an a version, a type of version of a redo of a creature from the Black Lagoon type movie. This isn't what I wanted that to be. Yeah, I don't really know what I was expecting going into this either, but not what we saw no <laughs> especially because yeah. we saw it after the Oscars so we already knew it was nominated for all the shit we knew it had won all the shit we were like no yeah, this is probably going to be pretty dank especially since we had watched three billboards really liked that and it did well with its Oscar stuff and this movie is getting a bunch of praise so we're like okay we might as well check it out and we'll, we'll do something with it but can't hurt holy shit it hurt we we both like we once we started stopped watching it and it was over we we just kind of shook our heads because I 
I don't get the academy. I guess I, we've said this before too. Like, I don't fucking understand these artsy, fartsy film critics and yeah, just, all that shit. As a general audience, I don't. I think people will will be okay with it. But stuffy film goers and think they know everything about film and are just gonna just blow it. Like they're just gonna just gonna find something that's so artistically fantastic about it and then just blow it and then tell all their friends about it and then they're gonna all blow it too and then and... the rest of the, the other aspects don't matter no because they hit it out of the park with this one thing yeah so I don't know it's, it's just whatever man like I I, I wasn't a huge fan of it <clears throat> yeah I, could... I like the design of the creature it was pretty decent I thought like not so much when it's out of the water like it, it looked pretty good in the water yeah, but uh, it's. I mean, it's cool. It could, yeah, it's fine. Could have done without the movie. To be I, honest, yeah, I, I'm just it's, flabbergasted how this movie I, I won best picture. Yeah, and like if we ask each other, always, do you recommend this to someone? It's like uh, hard pass. Yeah, I would. I would say no. But even for other movies that we've said no to, it's usually like, well, if you like the pirate series, yeah, exactly, or if you like the Transformers mm-hmm. series. Or if you like superhero movies, or if you like this or that. Right. Doesn't if you like either. shit, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, what I, I will know, say, what like, I will say. But yeah, on a serious note, like I don't know what to, the silver lining of the silver lining for this. I'm gonna say this right now, and I think this is this is a silver lining. This movie getting all these accolades, and for a fucking creature from the Black Lagoon. Uh, type movie uh, creature feature winning best picture and which is really weird I think it could leave the door open for future movies to have these type of creatures and characters and open the door from like a movie about a fucking shoemaker you know a war what's a what's a what's a like the Daniel Day Lewis movie that was nominated too he just uh, went full like shoot cobbler, cobbler cobbler like movie about that being like so artsy and stuff like that to a movie about like this dark kind of twisted universe where a woman can fuck a, a fish person that getting this kind of recognition i, I yeah. feel like it's gonna it's, open the door for more darker yeah, horror themes it's good it's good for the sci-fi part sci-fi hopefully but this is like a weird like what genre does this fit into like Sci-fi romance, fantasy, fantasy, fantasy romance, fantasy drama romance. I'd say something like that. Because yeah, it, it definitely starts out fantasy, and then there's some. But drama, in real world, and like, then there's some romance. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It's, rah rah, ooh la la, yes. gaga, wa ma ma. Some good romance, bruh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They smash good. on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they flood the apartment. That's real yeah. helpful. Yeah, way to go, guys. Fucking not getting that deposit back, yeah. you prick. Dick. <laughs> and it floods. They live over top of a theater. It a floods theater. down into the theater. How dare you? What How if we were dare you? enjoying what, a movie? What we were in that theater? Yeah, Pfft, I wouldn't selfish. be surprised if our theater started to flood. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah, they're upstairs. This wouldn't be too bad. Uh, what uh, what kind of uh, specs we got on this this film here? So it's two hours and three minutes long for Fucking a runtime. Felt those two hours. Let me yeah, tell you, yeah, we did, especially the first 10, 15 minutes, because someone made us eat a fucking red tie chili pepper, oh, a yeah. whole one each. She's no, like, it's a red jalapeno, and we're like, okay, cool, okay, that's like jalapenos aren't bad. 
And then this is our fact checker. Yeah. We had I had chili earlier in the week. We had a bunch of uh, red peppers. I thought it was just regular peppers. No, no, no. Uh, then then the fact checker here was like, here, eat one. It's hot, but it's gonna be good. And I'm like, cool. That's all right. I didn't think it was that hot. <laughs> that's why I added a bunch of the chili, and I was like, it was spicy. But it was not that, that spicy. So we ate one. It ended up being we a ate, cayenne pepper. Ate one each, and they're, those are big ones. Yeah, they're red. They're the they're, red cayenne peppers. Yeah, they've they've got two names. It's like a it's something cayenne, but it's also red Thai pepper. Red Thai. Cayenne but anyhow, pepper. if anyway. anyone is a fan of like spicy foods, or on the Scoville heat unit scale or whatever hot the hell, fuck. fifty thousand. Yeah, it's hot as. And fuck. we directly ate one each. Put it right in our mouth chewed them swallowed them we didn't spit them out we paid for it yes <laughs> so we were like in excruciating pain for like the first 10 minutes of this movie <laughs> it's like it's the type of hot that you uh, i instantly got hiccups from yeah there's instantly and there, and there's nothing hiccups. you can do to stop it no any oh. yeah <laughs> anyway, so, that was a little insight to our so viewing experience we felt Every single minute of this movie. Yeah. The first 10 minutes more than the rest. Yeah. Um, for a budget, they have a pretty fairly small budget, I guess, yeah. for the movie world. Uh, $19.5 million. Mm-hmm. Um, and then worldwide, they've cleared 130 Yeah. Because so, this, this came out in, like, December, I think, the last... Yeah. I think December 22nd. It was around Christmas. Excuse me. So, I mean, they definitely did good. Yeah. Money-wise. No, they so, definitely made it back. I mean... Yeah, there's not a... I bet if it would have came out closer <clears throat> to the Oscars, they would have made more money. I don't know. I think they're trying to get that Christmas push, though, right? And then leading up to the Oscar, because then you have that there's, month, there's full a, month. There's a lot up. of other good shit that came out. Well, now they, don't they usually like have re-releases of Oscar winners? They 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 keep more uh, theaters everywhere else. Yeah, I think so. so. Like, they'll get their money that way. They'll too. get a little bit more money. Yeah, who knows? Anyway, either either who. I think that's it for Shape of Water because I'm I'm done talking about this. It's getting enough uh, credit around the globe. Uh, that we definitely don't need to give it much more than it's already receiving. So yeah, it's got enough. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, just, I just pass, pass this one. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. If you're the, <laughs> here's the only thing I can think of for recommending it to someone. If you're the okay. type of person who always goes and watches all the Oscar winners. Yeah, that, that's why. And you'll, you That's the only reason you watch it. It's the only reason we watched it. We're not even super big into all the Oscar winners blah, 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 but mm. it got some heat because of 13 nominations four wins yeah. and like pretty serious categories too best picture best director like those are two of the big ones and you they had I mean? best supporting best actress in there as well best supporting, best supporting actor, actor and actress actress asterisk best actress as well yeah so best screenplay best cinematography costume design film design like those are other really big nominations that they didn't win mm-hmm. like a couple of those they're runners up in yeah uh, for the costume design and film design but i mean they're all technically runners up if they're nominated stupid <laughs> <laughs> no uh what so that was uh those two very different movies that we, that we got to look at this week um that being said uh we're going back to like the main I guess blockbuster. Bah, blah, 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 Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Blockbuster type uh, features. Uh, I think this week we're gonna do Tomb Raider. Tomb Raider. Question mark. Uh, yeah. The rebooted franchise. The rebooted. With uh, not. Uh, yeah, I know the name. Yeah, 
was going to say not... Uh, not Angelina Jolie. Not Angelina. <laughs> Alicia Vikander. She's our new Tomb Raider show. I think this, this movie is going to be um, getting a lot of its focus and original, I guess, from the rebooted Tomb Raider video game series that was on like the 360 and then the PS4 and Xbox One and stuff like that. Yeah. So they had the reboot with that. It's very similar looking at least. Yeah, I could agree to that. Not necessarily the uh, old school like classic like PC uh, Tomb Raider or PS1. I've already heard some some things. Some things. Good or bad. Yeah. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Yeah. Yeah. I mean at the end of the day it's a video game movie so already our expectations are yeah, we're not going into super high expectations. We know it's not supposed to be like the super insane fucking next, next level movie. We might have fun with it. Yeah, you never know. You good. never know. All it takes is some good action scenes and a story that's not too broken. There we go. There you go. We'll enjoy it. Cool. That's We don't ask for much, folks. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't. All right, guys. That was episode 31 of Armchair Reviews. One. So the podcast you didn't know you needed. <laughs> <laughs> that's our new tagline. That's yeah, our new that's tagline. Our new tagline. You didn't know you needed, but now you do. You do. <laughs> yeah, can't live without us, guys. You can catch us on SoundCloud.com slash armchair slash armchair dash reviews. Yeah, I had a stroke there for a second. <laughs> or just put it in the search bar. The search bar. You're also on iTunes. You can uh, just search us uh, Apple. Uh, Apple Store, Apple iTunes, <laughs> Armchair Reviews. Um, we're also, I do have On a YouTube the YouTube's channel going. Pa-pow. Um, I'm going to try to get a backlog of, of episodes. I was doing some test runs with a couple of our older episodes. Black Panther is up in our first two episodes on Pirates 5 and Wonder Woman. That's another way for you to listen to us. It's just audio with our slogan on, on that before we get our video and stuff like that figured out for the future. But it's another way that you can either download that or just listen to us on the go. Yeah. Um, this one will be out on YouTube. I'm going to start doing it right as I upload them initially to SoundCloud and iTunes. Um, so moving forward, we'll have multi I'll, I'll update it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> All good. good to go. And then I'll work yeah. on those backlogs. It takes a while to upload those, uh, converting those audio files to video files. So, But that is done. We've got it on. Our channel is called Armchair Reviews, of course. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> and you can find myself on Twitter at Christoph Godin and on Instagram at uh, Christopher Gods. <laughs> James, what you at, boy? Um, Instagram, MackayJ91. Twitter, MackayJ14. And, of course, our show Twitter, Armchair P-O-D. Excellent. Armchair Pod. Uh, Can you even email us, guys? Yeah, we have a show email too. Oh my god, an audio at gmail.com. O H M Y G O D I N, audio at gmail.com. Yep. Boom. And uh, the only other thing, I mean, the other big movie news, I think yesterday was the Infinity War second trailer. Or yeah. Was it the third trailer. I think it was just the second. That was the second trailer. Yeah. yeah. So. That's that's probably our next biggest thing. That's gonna be our armchair, armchair event. event. Ten years in the works for this fucking accumulation of all these films. So I'm stoked for that. You know yeah. I'm excited. Chris, super excited, super psyched, and ready to go. Super bro. Woo-wee! Yeah. So check that out on YouTube. And, stuff. and that's moved up a few days. Oh, yeah, a week. and they they yeah they moved up the release date a, a week. April something now? Mm, the late April, yeah. Yeah. And yeah before it was the early March. So right. Yeah. Interesting. Neat. Alright, guys. 
that's it for this week. Uh, we cover the two movies. Uh, we're not going to get into t- uh, anything this week on what we've been watching and what we caught up with. We'll do that on our Tomb Raider episode. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. Good. Good for me if it's good for the people. Hey, nice. Share, like, comment, review. Get back to us. Let us know what you think. Beauty, guys. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks a lot, guys. We appreciate you. Love ya. I like it. I like it a lot. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye.